Hi everyone and welcome to the Marketing Ideas That Connect show. Here we discuss strategies and tactics on how to build great paid ad campaigns, automated customer journeys and the art of getting insights from all the data. I'm your host for today, it's Gary Bolt. Always good to be here. It's We really enjoy talking about digital and what we've been busy with and what we've learned over the last 10 years. And um, it's been quite a busy month, so we're going to give you some feedback. And uh, it's always good to talk about strategies and how we can get found and how we can you know, build our brand, get our message out, get conversions. So good to be back. We are sponsored by the digital marketing agency, Famous Digital Media. You can visit them at famousmedia.co.za. They offer turnkey online marketing and brand management services centered on the principles of inbound marketing. Of course, with a big focus on paid media and content. These episodes are published on a monthly basis and aim to bring you tactics that you can implement and that can help you in your marketing and your business. Welcome to episode 160. And today is a great topic. Been looking forward to this one. And it's the topic is the elements of a great website. And this is becoming more and more important. We've spoken about good websites. We've spoken about what's important. But right now, you know, we all want to grow our business and we all want to get our message out there. But we have to go to what's really important and where it all starts. Therefore, we need great digital platforms. And it all starts with driving traffic to a healthy website. And I've seen too many websites age and uh, nothing happens for a couple of years. I mean, in the in the late 90s and early 2000s, you could buy a website in a box. It was a, it was a disc. It was weird, man. It was a bit different. But nowadays, you know, we work on Elementor, on Divi. We obviously work on WordPress. We do some landing pages on lead pages. There's some great tools out there. There's some very smart developers that can code that really work with us. We've got a team of developers. They're just the best. And uh, guys know what they're doing and it's getting complicated. So I see a lot of websites aging. And then I go into the back end and I see plugins that haven't been updated. Versions. I think the latest version is webs, uh, WordPress 5.8. But old versions. And it's very dangerous just to press the button to start updating everything. Because generally people don't have current backups. You have to have a backup. You have to know where your website is hosted and be in the, have the panel codes and know the codes and be in that C panel and know what's going on. Because it can get full. The CPU in the hosting platform can get full and there could be speed problems. There could be a lot of problems. So we've actually helped some clients with aging websites. And there's some protocols you have to follow. And we just see, you know, when you start updating, there can be conflict conflicts with the plugins. There can be conflicts with new versions. There can be sites that just go down, links that break, different parts of the site that don't render properly. So, you know, that aren't responsive. So there's, there's a host of problems. But we're not going to talk about problems today. We're going to talk about the elements of a great website. And what we just need to look out for as business owners, because... You know, it's a reflection. It's the shop front. It's the reflection of our business and the language, the culture, the, song, the personality of the business, the, you know, the branding you use. Are you in line with your CI? The, 
the images and the text and the inbound methodology using header one, two, and three and meta tags and structured data and it goes on. But it's, you know, like anything in life, if there's order, revenue will follow. So we need to get our websites in great shape and obviously maintain them every month, at least every three months with checking the back end, checking that the CPU usage, checking that there's no more plugins or there maybe there's a new plugin. There's some quite cool plugins that we've been working on that can help you verify in webmaster tools that can help you with checking errors. They can help you with a lot of different things. And uh, there's so many plugins. You've got to just choose your top five or so and then plug them in when you start. When you host that first website, plug them in and work with them and it'll definitely help you. Today, we're talking about the elements of a great website. And I found a blog called uh, makespaceweb.com. So some of the, a lot of it, there's 10 points here. I'm just going to go through a lot of it. We, you know, great, great content. Thanks to them because they're giving this out as a blog. They're in America, but you know, the, these guys know what they're doing. So we keep learning from our mentors and our people around us. And also just what we've done is we've we've put together just the last couple of months, we've been busy with quite a few websites. So we've we've looked at what we believe is important and what our developers say is important, you know, and from a a basic speed test, you know, there's speed tests. It's called Google Page Speed Insights Tool. I actually got it from Imaginet and uh, this is pretty cool. It gives a speed test and you'll be quite horrified to see some sites how slow they actually are. So that's a great one. Also, we use you know SEO Optima. There's quite a few out there. There's actually a lot out there. I'm not going to go through them all now. Just Google speed, Google um, website audit, and you'll see them all. Some of them are paid. We've had to pay for certain tools, but they give you all the elements of a website. Does it pass from speed to connectivity to um, to usability to SEO? It's it's actually amazing what they can pick up just from putting anybody's website through this through the different tools we can use plus using an extension on google chrome browser you can actually go to developer tools and actually see a lot of code and what's going on and if there are errors and you know what's going on there if there is there a pixel loaded in google tag manager is there google tag manager loaded with all the different uh, tags in there from g4 and 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 google analytics so quite amazing stuff and technology that we actually find and use so let's get on with the show. You know, if we look at the very big picture and why are we doing this, there are three things. We always talk about these three things of the website. When you go to a website, three things. You know, what, what do these guys do? You land on a website, what do they do? And hopefully you've been taken there by an ad and the language or the head is the same. So if you're looking for a, a water tank, you land on a site that says water tanks. It's not a foreign thing, otherwise you're going to bounce off. So. What do you do for one? And that should be clear. There should be header one, two, and three. There should be a clear image. There should be a brand. There's clarity. So what do you do, number one? Number two is how can you help me? Like I'm looking for, say, a water tank. Um, oh, you've got different sizes, different colors. Yeah, oh, hang on. There, you're helping me. And the third thing is what do you want me to do? What's next? What's the call to action? Oh, I'd like to fill in a form. I'd like to go to a bot and have a chat. I'd like to phone. So give me some options on what to do. And that's, the, that's actually the three main things of a website. And then we're going to go through 10 things. There's 10, pretty much 10, we put one or two extra in today, but there's 10 items about a healthy website and something that can, um, that can really drive traffic. Remember, the, the mission of a website is to, is to show your business 
and actually drive traffic. It has to be a purpose, and that's the inbound methodology. What are you driving to? What is the purpose of the website? Uh, we have to help customers, otherwise they won't buy from us. So once you've done an audit and you've seen the performance and make sure the hosting's right, and if you can get into, if you can verify your webmaster tools or your console, check if there are errors, check what's going on on the different pages, check your sitemap is done, and do your speed test, because that is quite sad. A lot of websites are so slow, maybe the images are too heavy, maybe the navigation's not great. So then the, the 10, let's start with the first one is navigation. Actually, is there a decent sitemap? Is it easy to navigate? Are the drop-downs clear? Because some websites that just have too much, it's just too much clutter, it's the drop-downs aren't clear, and you can't navigate that easy. You know, where do I fill in a form? Are the buttons clear? So the general navigation, we always talk about the, you know, is it balanced? Is there a lot of white space? Is there clarity of message? Is there, it's just the navigation to get through the site. Is it clear? Are there icons? So the next thing would be, you know, the, obviously the visuals. The You need some really good authentic images. You can buy stock images, but be careful. If you buy them, you can use them. But if you can get authentic images of your of your business you know if you're a plumber show the trucks show the guys on site show some action shots if you're a builder show the houses so that, that'll be really good and authentic if you can get some good visuals and then just the design and like i say the navigation then the content the definitely a copywriter be careful trying to write it yourself you won't write really with seo in mind so get a copywriter that knows seo we've had we deal with some really great copywriters and they deliver the product or they deliver the deliverable with a very good, clear SEO strategy behind the content for the site. And uh, and that and you pay for that. There's no easy, cheap way to build a quality site that's going to really work and get traction and get indexed. So that was the, then it, is it interactive? Uh, page speed, interactive, is it easy, is it intuitive? If you click on something, does it go to the right place? Does it load properly? Is it easy to get around the site and find the contact form? And then the access and information, like is it really relevant to, to the call to action? The information, is it clear? So it should be concise, easy to read, well thought out content and copy. And just something to make it engaging. You know, it's not, it can't just be a dead brochure, otherwise... People, you know, the minute they get bored, they're going to jump off and look at the competition. And uh, there's lots of competition out there. So, you know, if it's engaging, is it web friendly? Is the content interesting? Is it actually hitting the, answering the question in the customer's mind? There's many things we have to think about. And then obviously the branding, is it on cue? Is the branding relevant? Is it the same everywhere you go? Every touch point with a customer, is the branding the same? Do you recognize the personality and the culture of the business? And get someone professional to do the CR document and then make sure the developer uses that CR document because that's going to go through to your social media, to your sales pack, to every everything that touches the client. So your branding, the, the, the CEO or the marketing director is the custodian of the brand and protect the brand because if someone uses the wrong font or the wrong slogan or the wrong colors it's just done it looks horrible man it looks it's just not going to work people are going to just see you know this has not been thought out this is not professional it's not going to happen and then another big thing you know we talk about convert flow and all these different form feeds 
and you can use Contact 7. There's lots of different plugins on uh, on WordPress. There's Gravity Forms, which is quite amazing as well. It's paid paid form feed, but very good. You can have different drop-downs. You can have two or three contact forms that feed into each other that qualify the client. So your form feed, it mustn't just be name, number, email, see you around, give me a comment. There's so many things. Would you be interested in tanks or storage bins? You know, it depends. It's like, let's try and get the customer to not jump through hoops, but qualify themselves. So when they land in a CRM, and obviously your site should be connected in the back end to some CRM, then they've been tagged on the way in. Either you can use a you can use UTMs. We use tags that goes into that go into the CRM with a tag that I know where it's come from. I know what form it's come from. So that is so uh, interesting and so good for the salesperson to know where it's come from, what form feed, and the form feed qualifies them and give them gives them so much information. So when they phone the client or respond, they actually know what the client's looking for, where they're from, who they are. They possibly a website. It depends. Maybe that's asking a bit too much, but your form feed is a whole project on its own. So don't just let your developer just use any old plugin and put a form feed in there that's 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 maybe we used to do that. Nowadays, you can really customize and make your form feed so interesting. And then have an interesting thank you page because we're going to track it in, in Google Analytics. The thank you page is a different URL. We have to have a, you know, it can be used as a goal. And then download a PDF, uh, videos, absolutely a good video to into you know give more information on the product or the service all the website good websites have got videos now because it keeps the in, the customer engaged great photos gallery great video uh, testimonials reviews people want to see that who you've worked for that they're not the first one so good review if you have awards put them in the footer don't put them somewhere hidden away put them in the footer so they carry through to every page have your COVID notice in the header have your privacy policy in the footer. Let it. Let your attorney check it. Let the developers help you with it. I think awards, reviews, and then your team. If you, you know, if you have now quite a big team, you can put some photographs up there. Uh, just you know, what they, who they are, so people know what they, who they're dealing with. It can always help. And then you know, does it? Is that? Is it set up to convert? Does it have an inbound methodology? Does it have proper headers? Has it got long-form content? Does it drive traffic to a specific call to action? Are there clear buttons? And then the other thing that people, I think, neglect sometimes, you know, there's, we use um, the analytics, Google Analytics, and uh, it's called UA. Universal Analytics is the one. And then we've got G4, which isn't better, which is a new one. We have spoken about it. And it can actually tailor your, your data feeds. It can look at elements, different elements on the website. It can look at events. Um, it can look at, for example, downloads, how many downloads of an ebook, how many calls. Uh, it really opens up our mind to data. And uh, it's just got to, it's a bit tricky though. You've got to, you can set it up on Google Tag Manager. You can actually set up both now. We set up both Universal Analytics and G4. Gives you the option to set up both, which is a good idea. You know, we can always use, use Universal Analytics to do what we always used to do and get the goals right and the basics right. And then I encourage everyone to set up G4 as well because it's giving you new insights into what's actually going on on the website and what's been downloaded and just the different you know, events. And I want to know how many ebooks, I want to know how many people called from the website because remember that's a conversion as well, it could be. 
So if you if people are paying you per lead, you know what are we bringing to the table by doing you know a fancy website or a smart website? You want to get leads, plus get the message across. So we need to know, you know, what the analytics will tell you what part of the website's working, you know, what part they're bouncing off, what part's just not happening. So I think we need to set up both, and we need to look at both of them and then pull them into a program. There are many different ones that are, that are out there. And that program will give you some graphs. You know, we're trying to look on year and year now on some, for some clients to say, have we actually improved? And is the cost per acquisition going down? Some of the costs per clicks are going up because of the competitors out there. But are we getting more efficient? Are we adding enough negatives to stop wasting clicks? Are we actually getting more efficient, more impressions and better click through rate? Because your click-through rate target should be plus 10%. And now we're starting to talk because the impressions to clicks should be at least 10%. And, you know, we, we say in the industry maybe above 5%. It's not bad. It's not bad. But if you hone down your keywords, if you hone that message, if you really work on your website, so the quality score, people are landing from the text, the, the copy on the, on the actual ad marries up to the landing page. And remember... Each page on your website should have a purpose so you can land there from a from a campaign and then your click-through should be good because what they're looking for is what they found, easy to navigate, fill in a form or call or use a bot and the conversions suddenly start going up. So we always have to question what's where the customer is getting stuck on the website. How did they get there for one but is it a good experience and how can we improve the UX as we spoke in the last podcast? So the structure of the website is so important. And unfortunately, there is no easy way to do copy, to do image, images, to set up in a decent theme or, or Elementor or Divi or whatever your developer uses. But there is no easy way and cheap way. So a cheap website will give you a cheap result. And then, you know, the tying in of the website to all these different platforms, to your CRM, you know, links to proper backlinks, quality backlinks. There's so many things that we, we're going to talk more about CEO, um, sorry, SEO in the future because that's another whole topic on its own. And we've been studying that for a long time and we're still scratching the surface. But, it, you know, paid and SEO go together. You need both. You can't just have paid and a really wasted old car with big turbos on it. It's not going to happen. You need good organic. You need good SEO, good structured website and paid campaign and a paid paid media campaign as well to actually rocket your site in the in the top five possibly in the definitely on the first page and then with a good click-through rate and some good responses so i think i've covered everything now it's just you know it's 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 obvious a lot of the time and and you know you don't want a website to take too long to build always get a program it's like building anything you know Um, get a program on how long it's going to take and then start getting all the players together and make it a big project make it you know set a launch date and it's an exciting thing to launch a new website we love it eh? because you're launching something out into the world that people can find your social is going to drive there your page is going to find everything's going to drive to the website your stickers your signage everything will drive to the website and if that's a good experience you're already ahead because it builds trust and it gives, you know, it's worth spending time on it. So I hope I've helped everybody today just with those main elements.
of a website. So we're going to wrap up today. The acronym for today is D-R-A-A-S, DRAS. And that is Disaster Recovery as a Service. We spoke about so many things as a service. Well, there's Disaster Recovery as a Service. So for more episodes, you can find us on Stitcher Radio or iTunes. You can search for Marketing Ideas That Connect. And if you've enjoyed the episode, give us a rating. It really helps to share content. We're doing well out there in the, in in um, in Stitcher Radio and Apple, so it's going really well in iTunes. You can follow Famous Digital Media on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and read about all the great blogs. Just go to the website and just go to the blog page. All links referenced in the episode as well as Famous Media social pages can be found in the show notes. Our focus here at Marketing Ideas has always been paid media and how to position your brand or message. So that is always our guiding theme. Our URL is in the show notes if you need assistance. However, you can email me direct at support at marketingideas.co.za. So enjoy the day. Build good websites. Let me know how it's going with you guys. And until next time, stay hungry, think big, and honor God.